0: Up next on Inside Champ Car, crowning a national champion. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. On this episode, we talk with newly crowned national championship car owner and driver Eric Rockwell from Rockwell Auto Sport Development. They won the Road Atlanta national championship race this past weekend Now, this was the first episode that we did live on the Champ Car Live YouTube channel, and I forgot to press the record button on the audio side of it. So uh, we clipped off the first, I guess, maybe two minutes of the show, and uh, that's why you're hearing me without Bill right now. But don't fear, Bill is here, or at least he will be in just a second. So let's get right to it. This is our interview. This is Bill Strong, myself, and Eric Rockwell. Hope you enjoy. Eric, what's it it feel like when they say and you hear national champion Eric Rockwell?
1: Well, it took a little bit to set in. This is our first national championship as a team. I've been running champ car with our team for, I think, going on eight or nine years now. Uh, You know, at that time, we just wanted to finish the race. You know, now we pretty much had our eyes set in the championship this year. And I'm happy to say we achieved that goal.
0: And uh, I I got on the broadcast about 12 hours in, uh, and you guys were making it look easy at that point. You had a two-lap lead. Was
1: it as easy as it seemed? I'm glad you uh, thought of it, but it looks easy on the outside uh, from you guys. But, you know, we started the day um, about two hours in. We had our first driver change looking pretty good. Ran right to the front. We're staying up there. Um, but then on the second stint, uh, we had an issue kind of rear its head. Uh, The car had to come in the paddock actually during that five minute fuel stop that we typically do, and we didn't know it was cutting out, didn't know it was a problem, we thought our championship was pretty much gone and done at that point, only uh, three hours into the race at that point. Uh, It turns out we had some sort of fuel issue that would only let the car go about an hour and a half versus the typical two hours uh you know once we filled the car up put it back out there it was doing okay but at that point we decided we had to run that car at full pace to be able to be eligible and be able to be there at the end for the championship and try to get a little bit luck on our side with some yellows to be able to finish it
2: now your drivers were doug oakley tom o'gorman nelson kanashi i always say that wrong your father alex rockwell and yourself now how did you get tom o'gorman and nelson all in the same car now i don't know much about doug but obviously he's pretty quick too
1: yes doug is very quick uh doug is actually a great friend of mine Uh, we've been doing this together for the past five maybe six years now and uh he started with absolutely no racing experience i pretty much took him under showed him everything uh showed him the racetrack and he fell in love with it just how i did uh you know and i wanted to make sure that uh He was there with me to win this championship. You know, uh, we had this goal set out between me and him pretty much at the start of the year uh, saying that we were trying to go for this championship. Um, As far as Nelson and Tom, Nelson's been a great friend of mine for about four years as well now. Uh, He ran a lot with us in AER and then, you know, made the move to IMSA as well with us. And he's actually local to the Atlanta area, so he's always one of the first calls that I make uh, anytime I get a good opportunity. He's been at almost every single champ car event that we've done in the past four years as well uh tom uh we felt a little bad for him after you know, the, you know the little bit daytona incident that we had in IMSA, and uh he didn't get to have some drive time so i was like hey tom come out let's get some more drive time in champ car uh atlanta next weekend and he was uh very excited for the opportunity
2: and your dad
1: oh uh, the, I, I don't <laughs> know where he comes from he's always at every single race with me i really don't understand just I mean, shows, up. shows up
2: yeah. It's like, kid, give me a, look at all I did for you, kid. Give me, let me drive your car.
1: <laughs> yes, but, uh, we have a very stout driver lineup, you know, all of us within two seconds of each other and all laughing, wow. pretty much fastest time of the day.
2: So- Who got the fastest time of day.
1: Tom did get the fastest. Okay. Of the day. All right. You know, it, may, it may have, you know, that may have gone to probably anyone is mostly due to the clear track, I guess I would say towards the night, uh, hours there, uh, definitely was definitely helpful with that
2: now it was mentioned by some folks they didn't know who you were they didn't know how you qualified or something and it's like you've been racing with champ car for a long time but not under your current you know rad name it was under blue bayou
1: yes and before you know, that we, actually, uh, we also had uh so we started actually out in lemons you know about right nine years ago we say uh under men uh men in black racing or mib racing that was kind of our uh, shtick as you know you need to have right. A lemons, right um after we saw we wanted a little bit more competitive racing atmosphere uh we kind of moved to champ car we started with mib racing uh with our convic and then moved to blue Bayou racing once we got the mustangs and then moved to rockwell autosport kind of once we got the imsa uh to be a little bit more official and uh, put our name out there a little more um but yeah as far as qualifying this year for the championship we kind of went the hardest path that we could possibly choose uh only doing two races to be able to qualify uh, and doing only, um, the long races. We qualified with the VR 24 hour and the Thompson 12 hour. Uh, we kind of put all our eggs in one basket, only running two races, hoping and kind of planning that we would do well in those to be able to be eligible for the championship. So
0: I, I was, uh, checking out a post that Tom O put out today and it was pretty interesting. He was talking about the fact that you did the 14 hours on two sets of tires he had yes. pictures of the tires and, and was showing some yeah. of the wear patterns, and um, and of course that sparked a heck of a conversation. Uh, tell us about tire strategy on this thing. Two 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 sets, fourteen hours. Porsche Boxster, um, and again it 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 looked good.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I mean I want to of course thanks Bridgestone for coming on board for us for this championship race with the new RE seventy one RS race tire. Um, you know that was definitely one of the keys to our victory for sure. Um, we'd always plan on running two sets of tires during the race, um, but it didn't really look like we needed to change them um, due to the rule book and you know the points value of the car. We're kind of limited on camber, so honestly, if we had a little bit more camber in the car, I think they could have lasted almost the entire race. Uh, we were at the outside edges of the tires, so that's the only reason we really replaced them.
2: Can't you just use a hammer on them, Porsches?
1: Uh, we try, but that's <laughs> as much as you can get out of it.
2: <laughs> or oh, sorry, Porsche. Porsche. Can't you? Yeah, Porsche. <laughs> I was trying to be funny there. Sorry, I failed.
0: No, no, it was uh, it was a nice dad joke.
1: Well, so, how do
2: you go from Audis to Porsches? Is it because
1: we had the Porsches way before Audis? Um, okay. uh, I saw what you know. Honestly, I saw what Salons were doing with the Porsches. So I, I liked it. I, I liked the idea behind it. I checked their cars out, um, and I thought we could do a little bit better uh, on the building aspect of it. You know, making uh, you know incremental improvements. Um, this is about the seventh Porsche I built for Champ Car. Um, I built a couple customer cars that run around. Actually, one was actually at the track this weekend. It was very nice to see uh, three of my cars on the track together cool. uh, at once that we had built. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, but the Porsche has been a great platform for us. It does really well in Champ Car Trim. And it's a really fun car to drive as well.
0: So does
1: the Champ Car program
0: help your IMSA program?
1: Absolutely. Um, there's no better uh, dollar per track time ratio you can get on these same tracks that we run, that we run in IMSA. You know, we're running the same track we ran back in October in Petite uh, and this Champ Car weekend, but we get to run in the dark as well In uh, until we get the big boy race in uh, Petite. Um, so it's definitely really good driver training to be able to run all the tracks that IMSA runs and be able to really get to know them by putting, you know, big, long two-hour stints in typically.
0: Do you specifically choose your Champ Car races so that they line up so there is a uh, a connection with a, a, a race on the IMSA schedule or do you do any champ car races that that don't that aren't at tracks on the IMSA schedule
1: we try to stick to uh you know the marquee tracks which champ car has almost all of them if not all of them um we kind of use champ car back in uh 18 and 19 and twenty twenty to train for IMSA to know the tracks to know you know really get familiar with some of the tracks before we did, made the dive with IMSA versus trying to get to know the tracks in only an hour in practice that you might have not even, you know, an IMSA, you know, with a champ car, you get, you know, 14 hour races at the tracks. You definitely get to know them very well.
0: So dad's on the team. You said he kind of just happens to show up on race weekends. Love that. (laughs) Um, Is dad, is dad like, Oh my gosh, I'm driving a car with these awesome guys. Or is dad just like, I'm here. Let's, let's go
1: racing. Well, oh, he's he's a, a hard competitor, just like anyone in that car. You know, he's trying to set the fastest laps. Um, you know, he's trying to put we're trying to put a very competitive team together and he's trying to, you know, be able to get to that level as well. You know, I, I if I'm correct, I think he set. if Tom did not set the FCD today, Alex's time would have been FTD as well uh, in that car. So you know, it kind of goes to show you what what our driver lineup has.
2: So it's pretty funny because your dad, uh, well, it's pretty cool. Your dad got out of the car at uh, this Thompson. When you guys, you guys won Thompson, right? Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. So when, after you run to- won Thompson and he was just basically bra- bragging about his son and what his son has accomplished. I mean, not only have you accomplished, you're, you're, you've gone racing, but you've become a dentist. You've done the medical school stuff. And it's just and weren't yeah. you racing while you were going to dental school?
1: I still am in dental school. Oh, you're still I'm in dental in my, school. I am yeah. still in my junior year, so yes. Uh, I had a so before the race, I had a midterm on Wednesday, and then I jumped in. Uh, I flew down because we took our trailer from actually. So it's funny, fun fact: the the Boxster was actually at the Daytona 24 Hour race. Just in the trailer, we pulled it <laughs> out quickly and got a picture of it. So I could, I will say that the Champ car winning championship car was at the Daytona 24 hour. Just saying there I we go. But it was there. So uh logistically, we kind of uh took the trailer right from Daytona to Atlanta, left it there for three days and flew back down on Thursday. So trying to fit everything in between, you know, both the EPSA schedule and then my personal school schedule uh is tough at times. You know, we we actually planned and finished prepping this car back in December or so and loaded in the trailer, kind of had it on the list. So, do you Uh, still try to finish some stuff on uh, Friday? I was still building the splitter on Friday during practice.
2: Do you, do you, um, yeah, I saw somebody on Facebook, you posted a picture of the car and they said that thing needs a splitter. (laughs) Of
1: course. Yeah. Well, I got one during Friday.
2: Yeah. So, um, you're, you you know, do you use your dental skills with a drill to actually port and polish and do stuff? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, uh, I'm very handy with Dremel. You know, I mean, it's just the uh, the biggest correlation I would have with racing and dental school, right. like a direct correlation. Uh, you know, I'm really good with the Dremel. You can pretty much do anything with it. I'm very, that's uh, one of the very direct correlations between dental drill and, and Dremel. Um, but just in general, using, you know, uh, any kind of thinking skills, you know, is very important in both racing and, de- and uh, dental school as well. Um, you know, we use epoxies and, you know, different kinds of composites and all this stuff, you know, sets with the UV stuff. So it's very interesting how I can take some of the, some of the stuff I learned in dental school, dental world and dental ideas and transfer racing and go the other way as well. Cool. Um, you know, we have uh, 3D scanning technology now that's, you know, making its way through both the racing world and the dental world, which is very cool to see 3D printing technologies going through both of them as well.
0: That's the first question that Bill's ever asked tongue in cheek that turned into the best answer in the history of Inside Champ Car. You know, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think Bill was expecting a, 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 yes, absolutely, my dental background is good for racing, and you gave it right to him. I love he it.
2: He did. Well, what got me was the, uh, you know, using the compounds to build up. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. Good stuff. What's, a, you know. what's on the horizon for the team this rest of the year? I mean,
1: you've won a national championship. You just pack it up and go home now, right? Oh. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, you know, I had two goals when I built this car. One was to win the uh, win national championship, and the other one was to win the VR 24-hour. We came pretty close for the last eight years or so. You know, our best finish was a third place overall. Um, this past year, we were able to qualify for the championship with a sixth place overall. Um, but definitely uh for the top spot, and uh, again, it's probably the two of the best cars in Champ Car run by the same person, Chris Huggins. He's won the race now for three or four years in a row. Uh, definitely has had Why? that number, and I'm trying to gun for that for sure.
2: Yeah, I think he's done it five times now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the last time we talked, your IMSA program was the was the pilot challenge. Is that yes. still what you're doing this yes. year? Have you jumped up to the big show?
1: Not yet. We're well, hoping to uh, one of these years. But we're still in the pilot challenge. We have expanded to a two-car program for okay. the whole year. So we're doing the full IMSA calendar back in our uh, Audi TCR cars.
0: So you're really just coming to the big 24-hour races as a prep for that step to the, the WeatherTech Challenge, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, knowing what it takes to run a 24-hour race, the logistics, logistics behind it, uh, the prep behind it. You know, the mental fortitude to be a driver in it as well. Uh, you know, waking up at uh, 2 a.m. and trying to know that you had to get some sleep in that 24 hours. Uh, I remember after our first 24 hours, we thought, oh, yeah, we can be able to drive home right now. No problem. Oh, and no. You feel that adrenaline after finishing that race. And I, we have three or four hours in the track and it's an absolute crash every single time. So it's knowing that, you know, the little stuff that you don't think about in 24 hours, uh, lights on pit lane, uh, mm-hmm. lights in the cars, um, you know, how food works, how you have crew go to sleep at certain different times. So you have, you know, contingency plans in there. We have ran up to three cars in a, 20, in a champ car 24 hour race before a VIR.
2: Yeah. So I- I'm old enough. I'm a, Actually, I think I'm a little older than your dad, but I'm old enough to remember that um, guys like myself or Brian uh, could just go racing in some of the top series. You just showed up with a car past tech and they'd let you go out there and race. So when I was able to start racing and I had my own team, I'm looking at the money side of it and I'm thinking, you know, my God, I'm, how much money we're spending here? How much are they spending in IMSA? I mean, how, is it you don't have to tell me exactly how much you're spending, but is it, you know, <laughs> tenfold, a hundredfold that you're, that you end up spending just to be in like the pilot challenge?
1: Uh, You know, a pilot challenge budget, you know, in TCR is about, you know, close to $500,000 per year these times. Um, so, you know, it definitely is a different level. Uh, most of that is due to tires. Um, but, you know, that's why we come to Champ Car. Um, you know, there is no better price, price or value at the same tracks that you run on with a great competition. You know, we were out there. You know, fighting with the some of the best uh, racers out there, and as you can see, racers come down from IMSA to run Champ Car, so you know uh, you're getting the experience at a much lower cost and running the same tracks.
0: Five hundred thousand dollars for the Pilot Challenge. It's interesting that kind of lines up with an Indy Lights program, and I'm gonna guess it's it's probably a two to three million dollar hit to go to the WeatherTech Challenge. Which yeah, about right. which kind of lines up with a lower level IndyCar program, so it's it's the same, it's the same kind of money. No matter what these top level professional series are doing, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why you see a lot of professional teams kind of coming to run these amateur endurance stuff. Um, you know, the value is just amazing in these events, um, especially with IMSA getting more expensive every year, and you know, Champ Car trying to stay as budget friendly as they can. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons we love it.
0: So now you do all the sponsor generation, all that kind of stuff for the team, right? So you're the one yes. who's basically coming up with the dough, right?
1: Yes. So trying to find sponsors to run these events is uh, tough. Um, you know, uh, you know, we're trying to get out there all the time and it's really just, you know, knocking on a lot of doors, sending out a lot of cold call emails, no replies. Um, but, you know, you got to get out there and do the due diligence and, you know, it usually has pretty good returns.
0: So how much harder is it to go from the 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 budget for the pilot challenge to come up with the money to go to WeatherTech? I mean, it's what, five times about this of the dollar figure. That's yeah. that's a hard pull, ain't
1: not it? Yeah, correct. In, in WeatherTech, you know, you have a lot of uh, manufacturer backing, um, you know, dollars wise from that um so you don't see a lot of that in pilot challenge you'll see some of it um with like hyundai has huge backing in our class you know we're going pretty much up against the manufacturer team uh in hyundai with our you know pretty much privateer team uh where hyundai you know has is funding that the uh, the hyundai tcr team here in the u.s and the mission pilot challenge so you know when you have that factory backing sometimes it's hard to compete uh, but I you know most teams in weather tech have some sort of factory backing in addition to their sponsorship as well. So before we
0: let you go, and, uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on here because I know you are, um, out there t- getting ready for whatever the next race is. What's the next race on the MSA s- calendar? Uh,
1: that will be Sebring down, uh, in March 15th or so, March 17th or so. Right, right. Uh, middle of March, you know, we're running with both uh, uh, WEC and then IMSA WeatherTech as well again.
0: What's your champ car schedule going to look like this year?
1: Uh, we're looking at, um, so we actually have a pretty good rental program as well. Um, we you know we're thinking we're running uh, we're running Watkins Glen, we're running uh, VIR, we're running, um I'm trying to think about which other ones we're going to do this year. I know Watkins Glen and VIR for sure, but check, you know, our Facebook page out, at Rockwell Autosport Development for our up-to-date you know, calendar for both, uh, IMSA and for champ car. Um, but you know, our number one event on the calendar would definitely me be trying to win the VIR 24. You know, I've been trying for eight, eight years or so now, maybe ninth time is a try is, 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 is the best case scenario.
0: Anything else, Bill, before we
1: no, say goodbye waiting. to him?
0: Well,
2: somebody asked, uh, ask him about his amazing sponsor who helped him in IMSA and that was uh, Aaron Pfeiffer.
1: <laughs> yes. Aaron is a very good friend of mine. Um, you know, he, uh, He was part of our sponsors back in 2022, and he uh, absolutely is in love with IMSA and in love with our program. And, you know, we do a lot of, we bring a lot of people up from Champ Car and from, you know, having dreams to be in IMSA. You know, I'm a very open team about bringing people in. You know, I try not to be, you know, a team that only has a lot of, uh, you know, older guys have been doing it for a lot of years. Uh, You know, our team is probably one of the youngest average ages in the paddock. Um, because I try to give people opportunities that you know wouldn't that they wouldn't typically get. Um, you know, this year we had two of our guys actually move on to Wayne Taylor to work on the uh, Acura DPI and Lamborghini uh super trofeo program that they have there. Wayne Taylor, they both got full time positions after working for us. So uh we we're able to give them the opportunity to move up uh through the ranks per se.
0: Cool. If someone wants to rent a car, wants to write you a check
1: to go racing, where do they get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of you? Uh, the, one, follow our Facebook page at Rockwell Autosport Development on Facebook. Two, send me an email. It's Eric at RockwellAutosport dot com. Uh, if you're interested in any kind of future events that we'll be doing, either with IMSA or with Champ Car.
0: All right, we'll put those links in the show notes on uh, both the YouTube and the uh, and the regular podcast. For those of you watching. This will also be a regular podcast uh, on our regular Thursday morning release. Um, I haven't figured out how to do that yet, but but I will. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's ba- I think it's basically like we did before where we do the podcast and we throw it up on YouTube. So yeah. it's just the opposite.
0: Just the other way around. So yeah, Eric, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys appreciate it. So, so uh Bill, what we're going to do this time and I haven't told you this. We're going to run the winter circle interviews okay. here. That'll give me time to reset the cameras when no one's looking. And, yeah, Eric's
2: uh, Eric's just stuttering the whole time. So it was pretty funny.
0: Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on now. All right. So, we're going to do that and then when we come back, we've got uh we'll we'll talk some more about what happened in Atlanta. We'll talk about the next race. We've got a tech tip too, I think. That's yep. all next on Inside Champ Car.
2: All right, we're down here with Alex Rockwell. Rockwell, uh, it's rad, right?
1: Rockwell Autosport Development, yep. Eric here. We just finished the uh, Champ Car 14 Hours Road Atlanta Championship Race. Uh, We started our championship run out at uh, VIR 24 this year, came in sixth place. uh, Then uh, followed it up with uh, Thompson, uh, finishing that race in first. And today we just finished first and won our first Champ Car National Championship. So super excited about it. And it's a
2: great way to start off 2023 because you guys... Kind of had a real good run going here this past January, but it, it kind of ended not well with you and IMSA. But it's a little incident there with your dad. But, man, today was just wicked fast out there.
1: Yeah, today was a really quick car. Uh, I really enjoy these Porsche Boxsters. We did a really good job building them. I've been running them now for, what is it, 2023 now, four or five years. Uh, this has kind of been the, my max effort build boxer I've had in the uh, shelf. Um, my original goal with it was to win the 24-hour. We had a one small hiccup that put us in sixth. Um, but after that, it's been first and first. So hopefully, we can carry that on to uh, some more races this season.
2: So we watched Nelson Canash get out there uh, at the last stint, just yeah. put down a wicked lap in the dark, man.
1: Yeah, Nelson's absolutely amazing in dark. I remember in Charlotte when our lights went out a couple years back. I put him in the car. I had no idea how he's able to drive that fast, and I was like, "That's the guy I want at my night yes. stint." Yeah, he drives as fast during the day at, at night than as he does during the day. Now the
2: internet was saying how uh, you might have, uh, if it wasn't for the that. Purple 35, not the last one, but the one before that, that you would have had, uh, you would not have made it.
1: It was close. We were definitely fuel saving towards the end. Um, but yeah, once we were pretty sure we could make it, we even topped it off. We were pretty sure we were good, and we were good. So.
2: I mean, that last Purple 35 really helped
1: you. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, either way, it helped us. If we didn't come in, probably would have had, uh, had more fuel. Uh, and if we did come in just to make sure and top it off, and then we were able to run pretty much out to the end right there.
2: So, who are your drivers this weekend?
1: Uh, it's my dad, me, uh, Doug, uh, Nelson Kanache. Um, I think that's everyone. Me and the wait they're on the roof, wherever they are, wherever yeah. the roof is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had a great time this weekend. You know, excited to win the championship finally.
2: Cool. Uh, anything to say to the to the folks that um, tried? I mean, for one, what amazed me was normally in these championships. We have one or two that are really fast that weren't in the championship. But this weekend, it was like the top 15, 18. I think at one point, everybody was a contender.
1: Yeah, so I think there was 35 or 40 cars eligible for the championship out of 75. So out of all champ cars in the U.S., uh, you know, 60% of the cars showed up to the championship race. And they're all very fast cars that obviously have podium and done well throughout the year. I think this is the best, most well-attended championship. and happy to be on top. Hey, one last question. Who put all the mud on it? Uh, That was a Miata at Turn 7, and it started early in the day. But I think it's lucky mud now. It gives us a nice patina, and the car looks beautiful just the way she is. It does. All
2: right, man. Congratulations, national champion 2022. Thank you so much, Bill. The 977. You guys performed pretty awesome. It's like up and down, you were always in the top 10,
3: always fighting, putting down some fast laps. I thought you were going to get it at the end. We were trying. We gave everything we got for this race. We got the sticky tires, fresh motor in it. We gave it our best shot. We'll see how it shakes out after tech. Uh, but great day. We gave it everything we had. now you guys had your whole, all your cheerleaders, all cheerleaders here. here. We got pretty much everybody. We got the kids. Yeah, no, great day. I mean, the cards. We hit the cautions pretty much perfect all day. We missed on one. Otherwise. All good. No issues. So who are the drivers this weekend? Uh, myself, Jeremy Boyce, uh, Dan Kohler, Corey Danley, and Corey Brown. Cool. So, All right. Our usual lineup of guys, uh, just four or five average guys in the garage. How would the other car do? I saw it doing pretty well at one point. So we bought a third car. It's a Volkswagen. This was its first outing. It started really good but then it just started having random electrical issues. And it's a Volkswagen. It's a Volkswagen, so <laughs> we're learning it. It's just a, it's a toy. We're going to probably put the kids in it. Yeah. They're getting of age now, so it's more of a play thing. Today was just a shakedown for cool. it. No, no expectations for that car. So, All right.
2: Down here at Danger Racing, fourth place overall, fourth place national championship. John, man, that was a hell of a race for you guys. You were always up there in contention. Yeah, And you stayed ahead
4: of Huggins. <laughs> we, uh... We battled hard today, had a bunch of good drivers. We ended up changing brake pads, rear brake pads. I've never had rear brake pads go out. Um, Did you change them before the race? Yeah, everything was new. Front brakes looked great, rears, I don't know what happened. Um, but the car ran good all day. We uh, we had good pit stops. Um, we had good, uh, good communication with everybody. Pretty much no contact. One small contact guy came over and made a couple on that. And, yeah, we tried. Uh, we let Chip drive it. Oh, that was uh, was that the contact? No, <laughs> Chip, Chip didn't hit anybody. But man, he he tried to go sideways up one more than I've ever seen. Well,
2: that's the, the way car. he drives. I've raced with that man for a long time, and if yeah.
4: he's not sideways, he's not racing. No. So he's he's getting some uh, Lexus love now. He's yeah. getting the experience. It's uh, so uh, he won't be a one-trick E30 pon- uh, pony anymore. So who are your drivers this weekend? I had Chip, myself, uh, Chris Preston, Roger uh, Cohen got in the car. Um, Chris Huggins obviously got in the car, too, and uh, then I finished out. Cool.
2: Chris Huggins, Pinky's out, fifth place. Man, you guys were pushing and pushing and pushing. I,
4: I thought you were going to get up there. Yeah, we were trying. It was a tough day. This is a tough race. A lot of fast cars. Much respect to the guys that got first and second. Those guys had, we had nothing for them.
2: The, uh, I mean, through the S's, the car looked pretty sharp. Through the uh, On the back straight, it was fast.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, the cold air, you make a lot of horsepower. The car felt fast, but we got no grip because this is not the aero car, right? This car is sliding oh, all over right. the place. That last stint should have been a pretty good show on your camera there because <laughs> our two cars were battling back and forth for like an hour. We, we had nothing to gain, nothing to lose, right. so we might as well just have fun. So I had a ball.
2: So who are your drivers this weekend?
4: Uh, Chris Preston, Roger Cohn, John Hurley... Alex Albert, David Martin, Chip Schink. So wait a second. That was all the guys in John's car. Yeah, we all we had three cars and we all shared. We're all one big team. Cool. Freddie Mercury down here, sixth place
2: overall. Hey Bill. So uh, the D class winner. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. There was one point where we were watching the Porsche, and he goes into a corner at such and such a speed, and then, and then right behind him was this Mercury Capri at. A heck of a lot faster speed and much more later braking than what
5: he was doing, and uh, that looked pretty impressive. I think we've outbraked some Porsches today. Yeah, I'll you tell did. you, Yeah, That's what we were talking about. Got quite, got quite a few cars today. Yeah. I don't think that's our strong suit, but you know what? If we can get them any way we can, we'll do it.
2: Well, after watching you know minutes and minutes of internet video of Mustangs and uh, yeah. other family members, I was expecting it to be out way out there in the sand, but man, you guys it turned six there, but uh, you made it.
5: We're not at Cars and Coffee, bud. <laughs> We can keep it on the track at Road Atlanta. Just don't take us there. Don't give me too much caffeine. So, who are your drivers this weekend? Uh, Me, David, uh, Dan Tiley here, and uh, Brando, who's not around. Oh, never mind. I just wish he wasn't. (laughs) Who was fastest? Oh, we had okay. We you guys had only large T-shirts left. There was one medium. We're both small guys. We're mediums. So we had a bet on the medium T-shirt. Who had the faster lap got it. He got me, I got him, and he got me back by a tenth, oh. like right before it got dark, and I couldn't do it without the without the light. So, so he we'll, got have the a, we'll
2: have a little cheaper shirt later that will be a reprint, so <laughs> it won't be as good.
5: That's perfect for me. I'm a Jew, so like actually. <laughs> <laughs> so this is great. <laughs> I'll get it when it's cheap So say who's there the real go. winner now. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Congrats. Good race. Thank great. you, Bill. <great>. Oh, by the way, the car—the car is for sale if you make a good offer. This is a 14-hour D-class winner, Six, sixth place overall. Phenomenal, very reliable, great car. First, first $500 gets it. <laughs> and, and well, you know what, $5,000, We will. Oh, I meant 500K. Yeah, there you go. That's what that's what I meant, too. Yeah, and you get the rag that covers the scrape on the radiator from the hood when we wrecked.
2: There you go. All right, guys. Congratulations. Thanks, Bill. With their, with their Miata, man. We didn't see too many Miatas up there today. It seemed to be a German day. But uh, you guys still rocked it. I actually had you picked for the win.
6: Oh, that's awesome to hear, Bill. I no, appreciate it. No, I did.
2: It. It just, I thought... I actually thought you wouldn't, and then you wouldn't let me put my camera in your car. Yeah. So I had to change. <laughs> <Okay>. I'm kidding.
6: <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we kind of impressed ourselves today. We, we, our big oopsie was uh, running out of gas on track. Um, that hurt us a little bit, but I don't think we could have done too much better than where we were. I mean, there's a lot of fast cars out here today, but a car held together, no contact. So, great day.
2: Had you guys raced here before?
6: Uh, I have before, yes. Who were your
2: drivers this weekend?
6: uh, It was me, uh, Brianne Korn,
2: Colin, and Jorge. Cool. All right. Good race, guys. And uh, we'll see you at the next one.
6: Yeah. Thanks, Bill.
2: Valerian Steel. What class? You won the
6: class, right? Yeah, we won A class.
2: A class. So A class. Another Miata up here. That was a tough race, man. Lots of German stuff up there.
6: Uh, A tough race is an understatement. uh, As the... Night started to set. We had a small off-road incident that took out the front splitter, air dam, and the radiator. We swapped it all out completely, went back out, maintained our first place position, thank goodness, because we had a little bit of a good lead. And then a couple laps later, we got rear-ended and crushed in the whole rear trunk area and quarter panel. So, uh, But we're glad we finished. We're, We're really happy with the results. Don't
2: you have a paint body guy on your team?
6: Uh well yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a guy that might be able to do some work to it. So we're 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 in good hands. There you go. Where are you gonna
2: race at Oh, who were your who are your drivers this weekend?
6: So we had Mihai Costin, Ken Montevani, myself, and uh Chris Marsh.
2: Cool. All right guys, congrats on your A-class win and we'll see you the next one. Hey, thank, thank
6: you very cool. much, appreciate oh, it. Yeah, sponsors? Uh,
2: nobody else think they're sponsors.
6: Yeah, well ha hand hand tires and uh ROM motorsports, Montavani Racing and uh, f- and and uh uh, Mars fashioner, uh, fasteners. Yeah, so uh, Carbotech brakes. Did they give us free brakes? They did? Oh Well, them, then Carbotech brakes. I didn't know they gave us free brakes. They gave us <laughs> good brakes. Okay. They
2: gave you good brakes? Good brakes, yes. Go. All right, guys. Thank congrats.
6: you. Appreciate it. All right, down here at Good Heart
2: Racing, the EC-class winner. You guys were the ones that actually ended up uh, breaking up our monopoly of contender racers this weekend. And uh, that was a pretty fast little car out there.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. I couldn't have done it with myself. My business partner, Trenton, helped get the car ready. We uh, had our hands on this thing for about the last four or five weeks, just every single day. Um, and then I had a really good team behind us. My friend David my dad were out here running fuel stops for us. And it's a, it's a team effort, but we're glad we got it done. It feels good to put another trophy on the shelf.
2: Now, is it purple, lavender, or what?
1: Oh, it's purple, baby.
2: <laughs>
1: All purple. There you go. It needs a refresh, though. So, uh, so
2: who had the nightstand?
1: Uh, it was me. So he he did about uh, eight or about seven thirty to nine, and I had finished it off. So cool. it was a good team effort.
2: All right, All right guys, congrats on your uh, EC win and uh...
1: good race. All right, thanks, Bill. Yeah. Appreciate it.
0: Welcome back to Inside Champ Car, Brian Bolanski, Bill Strong. I'm here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh...
2: And so you saw our. I didn't get to interview the F class. Our first F class winner. I know um, at the race. It's kind of sad. They they left before I could get to them. Okay. But uh, but yeah. All right. It, it so, seems good. The comments have been good on the internet. It's a, the you know it's uh, somebody just said no inter Ozark International Raceway. What have you not looked at the schedule? We do have Ozarks on, and uh, when is it? let me find my schedule.
0: Okay. Tim Elliott, nice. Brian's favorite team is, is, uh, did you interview Freddie Mercury? I was a little busy pressing buttons here. Yes. Oh, I missed. I'm going to have to go back and watch. It. And they were funny as heck, man. I'm I'm sure they are. <laughs> they're, they're Freddie Mercury racing. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah. Ozarks is April 22nd and 23rd. It's an eight or an eight plus eight. Okay. Plus a test day is included with that. Um, with that entry. Cool. So that's always a good thing.
0: All right. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah.
2: Witnow hour was uh, won the F class. Sorry. I, I had a mind blank there in, in, in the, the, the past. Many, with, with Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They were the only they were the only F class entry.
0: So they win. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And, and, and we've had them on the show. You have to go back and listen on the on the podcast. We had them as guests before right. Nelson last year, I think, because they're kind of from that area. Right.
2: Right. Yep, they're they're up there in Ohio. So, Good place. So, oh, and we're I don't I don't know if I told you we're headed back to Nelson Ledges this year. You are. Yes, July twenty third, I think it is, or somewhere around there. I still have to add it to the shed schedule, and I've got so much to do. But yeah, it's um, we're going back to Nelson Ledges. We're going to do an eight and a seven hour. Cool. And most likely the track will have a um, a test day before that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to, we have a full sh- schedule this I keep uh, wanting to say schedule because I always say schedule. Yeah, schedule. It's my years in England. I
0: was going to say, you spend a little time yeah. on the other side of the pond.
2: Yeah, they get What's mad your, at you when you say schedule. They look at you. Mm-hmm.
0: Get yourself some fish and chips. Yeah.
2: But, cool. uh, but yeah, Ozarks is back on. We've got Nelson Ledges coming. We've got uh, um, all kinds of events. We've got Daytona sold out, but there's a wait list started for that one. That was that sold out at one hundred and twenty cars teams. Can you believe that one hundred and twenty nice just insane
0: that's cool that's cool. any other highlights that we didn't talk about I mean uh, there was some first of all, there was some great pictures by the way, yeah. racing at night in Atlanta we were We talked about this on the show um, you've got this juxtaposition of when you're between turn the bridge and turn one, it's all lit up bright and purdy. <laughs> and then the rest of the track is like pitch black.
2: Yeah. it. well, it's that track is not that dark. It's dark, but it, I mean, I would say it's darker going down the S's than it is right elsewhere. And then the back straight, but you're just going in a straight line until well, you hit the true. king. But the king doesn't really even feel, you know, turn 11 there or uh nine doesn't, never felt like a turn to me. It was just basically, oh, the road kind of, eh. yeah. but when you look at yeah. it on a map, it's a turn. Right.
0: But, and, th- and then, you and get then the
2: braking the- zone for 10 is well lit. And right. 10 a yeah. is, you know, part of 10.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. But Yeah.
2: It's, I wouldn't say it's that dark of a track. I think Nelson and, you know, Nelson, we put a lot of lights up, but VIR is probably the, the darkest track we race at, but I didn't get to take pictures this weekend because I was doing something as an experiment. Um, there's been some some folks that have asked us to put up something like wrl has which is a control log a race hmm. control log right which keeps you know let you know who got black flagged who did this who did that you know just some updates and the timestamps and all that stuff so um i talked to uh, rj till at, at um uh wrl actually he was i think he was running the ozarks race at the time so we were chatting online and and he he gave me some ideas and i took basic i he said i could take it and i just basically took his template and made a little race log and i used it this weekend um problem with it is is uh sorry i'm just i'm looking at some of the the, the chat the, yeah the chat. i brought yeah, up the volume So yeah. bring up the volume so, so yeah, for those so, of you in the chat oh, they can see me now can't they
0: this is yeah exactly <laughs> which is frightening for everybody yeah yeah uh for both but, of us but um yeah. uh you know this is a whole new deal for us so uh, there are going to be a little bit of gremlins and I got a whole bunch of things planned for the future here on, on the show. So um, what you see today is not what we're going to have six months from now. Um, and uh, I'll get, I'll get it all better.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, It took, geez, it took us what, six years to get where we are with champ car live now. So, right. Um, but yeah, the race control logs, their historical race logs, you can go to our homepage champcar.org. Mm-hmm scroll down, you'll see a link in the Champ Car membership and racer links that'll say race control logs. You can click on that. And right now I only have the first five races uh, listed. But if you want to see how many black flags we had during the day, you can click on the National Championship Road Atlanta race and you can go on there and see and you can find your team on there by your car number um, and and see what happened. You know, I didn't put crashes on there or there's because of where I'm situated and timing and scoring is situated in the tower at road Atlanta, I'm not in race control. So I'm only getting the info that's being sent to champ car, not the flaggers. Okay. Sometimes that's just too much information. You know, we don't, we don't need to keep a record of all that stuff. Cause there's a lot of stuff. They just talk back and forth and, and ultimately it's what champ car determines as the information that we need to, uh, take care of, you know, passing under yellows, speeding under yellow or or code 35s, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Ballinger actually saw, you know, uh, some things that we were doing up in the tower using his software, and he actually tweaked it a little bit for us. Um, Actually, today, I think it was, I I got the notification today. So we're able to keep a log on who was speeding. So we get the precise measurement the system sends us a precise miles per hour. Not us looking at it going, oh, he was doing 32. Oh, he just did 34. It's going to tell us what your max speed was during that, um, during that code 35. So we'll be able to tell who goes over, who doesn't. Nice. And nice. then we're going to, uh, those logs are going to be uh, kept for as long as uh, we have the server. How's that? You know, I don't know how long we'll keep them for. What's IRS? 10 years?
0: <laughs> Seven, 10. Seven, something. I don't in know. perpetuity. Yeah. Until the hard drive crashes.
2: So, yeah, it was kind of fun doing it. It's um, kind of.
0: How much work is it?
2: Well, you'd have to sit there. Right. So, I'm so really it's manually
0: entered. It's not yeah. like. Uh, no, it's not. It doesn't auto populate.
2: Uh, no, I even don't make it to where I auto populate the time. I, I have a keystroke that I do for the local time because there's sometimes when we don't want to enter the info so you get an early update. Like we're told during a code 35 like halfway through it or something like that hey that somebody passed under yellow or somebody was speeding right so i don't want to put that on the air because we're not going to black flag you um during a code 35 unless how do i put it you're being you know you you need to be black flagged right then and then sure sure but um but we're not going to black flag you otherwise and so we'll wait so you don't get that race advantage
0: so if you pass under the yellow Uh Uh-huh. In champ car. And you self correct.
2: Oh, that's a no no.
0: And oh, it is.
2: Yeah, you don't self correct. We try to tell people that in the new to champ car drivers meeting. If you pass, just keep it. For one, somebody may not have seen it.
0: Right, right.
2: And if you do, and if you do give it back, somebody may see that and the other guy gets it.
0: Oh. So yeah,
2: you don't self correct. Just hold your position. Either you'll get away with it or you won't. Yeah, well, you. Most likely you won't because um, we do have flagtronics now.
0: Ah, the flagtronics. Yeah. Now, when I readjust my seat now, people can see me readjust. This is this is going to be a whole new spiel. I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> can't sit there and do this.
0: Oh. <laughs> so you saw that on all the previous shows that didn't get no, on television? it was just
2: <laughs> me trying to adjust my mustache. It's oh, getting exactly. Yeah. Exactly. it's going up your nose but yeah it's it's pretty cool i mean i like it i like the fact that we can actually keep track of who does what when and where and we can see who's you know who has a what team has a problem with passing under yellow or what team has a problem with uh you know passing in we had three passing under reds so maybe we can set them off to the side and say hey all right let's 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 do a little training here let's let's talk and get them back to you know get them to be good racers, yeah. So you know, we don't do this to uh, to have fun, you know. To well, we do do this to have fun, but we don't black flag you. You know, we black flag you for a reason. right We want you to be safe out there. We want you to stay safe and uh, plan on getting caught. Ah, yeah.
0: <laughs> to, to, quote, to quote the great poet laureate, laureate Spike Lee, "Do the right thing."
2: It keeps tabs of the average speeds over the code 35s. It, it, it does the, actually what it does is it gives me your high speed. So it logs that. So I can go back through during that code 35 and I say, well, this guy was doing 47 miles an hour. Right. And then it, I think it told me the distance it did it. Cause I mean, if you pop up there and pop down, you know, but yeah, it's, it, it we've still got to learn and play. I can only go by what the images that Ballinger sent me not by actually using it yet so okay. once i use it I'll, I'll i'll get to play with it and so we're going to be doing a show at vir paulie and i talked today normally we have done a show in the past uh, for the 12 hour um not every year but this year we're going to do it so we usually get some pretty good racing there
0: well that segues me into my next question for you bill and that's what's next on the calendar
2: that's right vir yeah oh yeah wait we d- just go back to the 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 log here um we can go well we can't go yet into the drivers we don't have a way of keeping track of the drivers um i know there was big talk on the internet about you know when i say the internet that's facebook about uh (laughs) tracking like uh aer uh, does with their qr codes or whatever rfids and um sure you know we don't have a lot of money to do that kind of stuff right now so it's uh the, the cost of it develops something like that with only, th- you know, we have three employees.
0: <laughs> well, so. didn't um, when we had um, Flagtronics on, whenever we had them on.
2: Yeah, they were talking about a key of some sort. Yeah, they, they were oh, going to have yeah. a
0: key, which is what they do in, in, in IMSA, is when the driver changes, I think, or at least maybe that was, the, maybe this is the old technology. Um, but there was a little key in the side of whatever data tracker they right. used. And you just put the proper key in for the proper driver, and then race control and and the timing and scoring.
2: No, that would so, be cool. That
0: would be cool. And, and I think FlagTronic said that was on their bucket list. Yeah, and-
2: probably. He has a lot of stuff on that list. Yeah. <laughs> so, and again, you know, they're we're a company of three. They're a company of like five. So right. Or maybe more now. They're getting bigger
0: and bigger. Good stuff.
2: But good. So yeah. So yeah. Just go to our homepage. You can click on the link on race control logs, and that'll take you to the races. I'll have the whole season up there um, when I get to it. I just haven't got to it yet.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're still a month away from uh yeah. from VIR, but you know, we gotta have something to talk about. You want to just wait till next week and talk about that?
2: I don't know. I mean, it's you know we're fifty two minutes into this show, yeah. though. I think what only three of it people could hear.
0: Oh. <laughs> Now it's time for Bill to get me back for all of the last year of of throwing yeah. my own stones. <laughs>
2: that's, all, that's all right. That's hey, right. I've been there, man. I've done a whole almost a whole show with you know hardly anybody being able to hear me.
0: Um, I'm so. just I'm just remar- remarkably impressed with myself that it only took me like four minutes to figure out what button I should have changed.
2: Well, you're trained at this.
0: I know. Well, <laughs> I know now what button I should have pressed and I'll have that pressed next time. Yeah. And uh, and I've got I'm going to do this again tomorrow night on, on my other pro, uh, unnamed podcast. So I'll have more practice before next week. Right. Um,
2: so for those that don't know that when we would do just the podcast without video. Right. Um, we would always do the the, um, the guest first, right. just like we did now. And then we'd go back and do just Brian and I. Well, nine, nine o'clock start. I'm on the East Coast, so
0: it's prime time though. That's why we pick yeah. prime time. Yeah,
2: yes. And Brian's on the West Coast, which is like what California. It is, yes. Yeah, and because of that, you know, nine o'clock is pretty late. So if we wait a half an hour after we did our, you know, little bit, right, it'd be nine thirty.
0: That's another yeah. half a glass people, of bourbon.
2: Yeah, people won't. Yeah. Oh, that's that would be the problem. Yeah. We'd have. Oh, that's, that's just for me. That would be fun.
0: Oh, should we change this to like inside? cocktails champ car inside yeah, champ. In, cha- <laughs> bourbon bourbon with racers
2: bourbon with racers i like that oh gosh
0: that's what we should do i will yeah. send bill will send no bill will send a bottle yeah, of bourbon. we have
2: a we have a bourbon manufacturing place what do you call them distilleries yes we have <laughs> one of those down the road from us make some really good uh nelson county uh bourbon
0: so so bill will send all of our guests a, a bottle of bourbon right bill on, yeah, on your dime and then we'll we'll drink bourbon through the whole thing and see how well we do by the end of the hour.
2: But you, you can, We'll only do that if you like. Hit the likes.
0: Oh, yes, yes. We did a <laughs> lot of likes because we got to get YouTube to to be able to make enough money off of YouTube to pay for the bourbon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I see
2: man. how many hits we get on Champ Car Live, and I see how much money we get in the bank for that. So, yeah, it takes a hell of a lot more. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we got to get the subscribers yeah. up. So so, subscribe, bang the like button, and and put the little bell on so you know when we go on the radio on the tele on the televisio on the color teeny as uh, yeah. Tom Snyder used to say, firing up the color teeny. So are we
2: ready to do tech tip yet? Oh yeah,
0: you're, you're like we got to get this thing going. Here we go. Well, no,
2: no, it's all right. We can just sit here and chat. they'll, they'll listen to us. We'll make
0: them listen to That's us. That's right. You know what the cool part about upcoming te- tech tips? No. We could do video. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or or so That means I have more production. <laughs> with with a, or or we could get one of our 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 listeners and and drivers or our crew chiefs to do a video for us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, we could do that too. Oh I, yeah.
0: That's right. Let somebody else do the work. That's right. Or yeah. or I could use visual aids.
2: Because if you didn't know that, what you know, that, that video you saw earlier, I had to remix because of the sound quality from my brand spanking new hot off the internet, which is the hottest thing going microphone, just <laughs> the whole time. Luckily, I had my backup mic. You know, the what's the, the one you told me to buy, the professional one? The microphone? Yeah. What was that called? Um,
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Oh, darn it. I got it done well you told me to, years ago you told me to buy a microphone
0: oh oh, that's Sennheiser
2: not Sennheiser the other company
0: oh the Electro voice
2: yeah Electro voice yeah, my yeah. Electro voice has been just spot on spot you know yeah and I use it with my little recorder plugged in the end of it and I use that as a backup and of course that worked perfect so yeah, and that took it. me all day to mix you know because you got to get the mouth matching with the voice oh
0: I've got tricks that for that Bill
2: Oh, sure. Now you tell me.
0: Oh, we're going to have to have, we're going to have to chit chat.
2: That, well, that that's yeah. one way. Yeah. I that's, always forget to do that.
0: That's the old school way.
2: The clapper. Yeah. No,
0: you, you just for, bang the microphone on your camera lens for a second. Just, oh. It's just yeah, tap, then, tap the camera lens. Right. It'll make enough okay. noise and the camera will jiggle a little bit. Yeah. Just for a okay. second.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. But there's also, yeah.
0: a, there's also a real cool techie way. It's going to cost a little bit of money, but it's a cool techie way.
2: I'd still like to run around the clapper, you know.
0: You could do that too, Bill. (laughs) Clapboard.
2: All right. So we're talking about our tech tip. Today's, this week's tech tip was brought to you by a young man. He's one of our very young viewers named Andrew Sides. He may or may not have been in the U.S. Navy, submarines, who knows. But uh, Andrew works with us. And uh, Andrew says that some teams, mostly Miatas, because we have to blame Miatas always. Of course always, you know what? Yeah. Always blame me on this. They're claiming non OE diameter springs along with adjustable spring purchase. Okay. So this is not necessary as it's costing teams points Okay. in the BCCR, which is our rule book for yep. adjustable spring purchase. It states any metallic spring may be used in conjunction with the adjustable corner for no additional points. And this allows you to use any metal spring you want for no points add uh, or add for no points add other than the 10 points you claim for the adjustable spring purchase. So yeah, that's how you do it. So people
0: are giving up points so they don't need to give up.
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's our tech tip for the day. Now I can go home.
0: So, so Andrew is clearly a Mazda driver because he knows this. Um, But, and, and I have to give Andrew great props because usually you would just want people, just let them take that points because I don't, I'm not going to take the points and I'm going to have an extra 10 points. <laughs>
2: well, Andrew also works on our tech staff. so Oh, he's
0: <laughs> one of your people. Oh, so, yeah.
2: So he sees, you know, what these guys are doing. So,
0: so th- now yeah. let me spin this a different way. Uh, what a great customer experience from Champ Car yes. that they're helping teams claim less points so that they can put more go faster bits on the car. Yeah. and not have any more points see how i spin that i am the spin yep. doctor
2: Yep. <laughs> unless you're running the 24 hour and your name is chris huggins yes. or Pinky's out or anything like that you need to claim everything
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love it all right my friend I, I think we did okay we got through the first one
2: yes <laughs> kind of have we
0: we're, we're they about. We can to, still hear us. So we, I guess that's. We can good. still hear us. I'm not seeing any more over, over complaints.
2: No. Um, and <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, you know, if you folks didn't know, this was our first try. Yep. If you're just coming on, um, we've got some stuff coming online that we haven't got yet. And once that happens, it'll be a lot more professional. Will it be up to uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s standards? It'll exceed them.
0: Yeah. I think so. But, I think yeah. so. We've got and, this uh, huge budget. We're going to fly all the guests into California, including yeah. Bill every week. No, I, yep, I wish yep. that were the case. That would be fun.
2: Uh, I would. Yeah, I'd like the miles. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I have a budget, but it would be big. used <laughs> up quite, pretty quickly. Yes. <laughs> so, so um, so. we'd like to thank uh, Mark Kruger from uh, Kruger Motorsports and uh, Tim Elliott and Alex uh, Bidlanski um and uh all the folks that have added to our chat chris uh graham and i don't have my reading glasses on so it's kind of hard to read that small print but um it's uh been fun here you know leave us some uh likes ring the bells like i said every week we'll do this live and this is not recorded this is live unless you're listening to it tomorrow then it's
0: recorded my kid you know. just offered up my spare bedroom to all the guests. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, that's right. Oh, that is, that is Alex. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Alex. That's
0: that's my kid. Thanks. Yeah, I, I yeah. think she, my, my wife's going to- She's, gonna, try, I, she's I trying to make money. That's right. I yeah, it's not going to be Airbnb <laughs> is going to sponsor. <laughs> I think it's time to go, Bill.
2: There we go, man. See you guys next week.
0: All right. That's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. This time live on YouTube. If you like what you saw- Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any episodes. Share it on your social media channels. Comment on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if it's a good one. New episodes every week. He's Bill Strong. Wave, Bill. We can do this now. I'm Brian Bolanski. This is the Racing Wire Podcast Network and and Champ Car Live.